Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA high school soccer championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Next pitch swings at that one and lifts a high drive to dead center field. It's well hit, and this ball is out of here. Otani has just hit a home run. Here's the next delivery, and Shohei lifts a high fly ball. It's hit well out into left center, and that one is out of here. Boy, oh boy, this... Thursday afternoon in Detroit has been showtime as Otani connects 37th home run of the season. It's 5-0 Angels. Wrapping up the show here on Herd at Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me as well. And we are joined now on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline by Steve Gardner. He covers baseball for the USA Today. Uh, just a reminder, Warhorse Sportsbook, the best place in Nebraska to place your sports bet, either at the casino in Lincoln or at Horseman's Park here in Omaha. Steve, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good, we Steve. are doing terrific. You know, uh, always good to talk baseball in the middle of December here. Big and uh, our guy Shohei Otani gave us uh, plenty of reason to do so uh the Dodgers gave him plenty of reasons to stay in Los Angeles um I guess so the the thing that I'm most curious about this deal Steve is do you have any indication that other teams were in the neighborhood of what he ended up getting or did the Dodgers kind of get played here uh I I don't think so um I mean there was some momentum at least uh, at some part over the weekend to feel like the Blue Jays were a, at least a serious bidder in all of this, but the Dodgers are the ones that have the financial wherewithal to blow anybody out of the water, and uh, and they were going. If the Blue Jays went to 700, I think the Dodgers would have gone to 800 million. <laughs> you know, it was one of those types of things. So uh, they were not letting him go. It it seems like the Dodgers had had made this a strategy for several years in advance in waiting for him to become a free agent, and it was just a matter of time until they closed the deal. Steve, how did the Angels 
move on from Shohei? Like, what what is Mike Trout's future? What's the future of that team? And is do you ever envision the Angels actually having star players on this team and making a playoff run? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, when you when you have Trout and Otani on the same team, and you can't make the playoffs. Uh, that that says a lot for your roster construction, and I, you know I, I know that Perry Manasian, the uh, the GM there, said that he was not going to trade Mike Trout. I think if you're the Angels and you have any chance of getting back to the playoffs anytime soon, maybe you have to reconsider that because I mean he takes up such a huge chunk of the payroll that they're willing to spend. And, you know, he's, he's been hurt. The injuries have hurt the team, and not having him on the field while still paying him, you know, a, a huge amount of money helps or doesn't help at all. Uh, you construct the rest of the team around him to be competitive, and, and especially with what we've seen with the, you know, the Angels and the Astros um, and the Mariners. Those teams are are always going to be pretty good, at least for the next few years. It's a it's a very tall order to get the Angels back to the postseason. We're talking with Steve Gardner of USA Today, uh, baseball writer. Steve, what does this mean for the Dodgers in terms of? I, I, you know, they've they've kind of had some early exits. They've been a little bit frustrated with those. I know. Um, what does this mean for them and their ability to get over that hump and and make it further into the playoffs? Well, one thing it doesn't help, at least for this season, is it doesn't help the problem they have with starting pitching. Mm-hmm. And that's what they really need to address. And they're, you know, they're in the mix for Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who is the number one free agent that's now left on the market after Otani's side. But there are also uh, several other highly motivated suitors for him as well. So I think the Dodgers, one of the things that they have still an advantage is that they have a very deep farm system. So it may not be that uh, you know, they flex more financial muscle. Uh, it may be that they go the trade route and, mm. and maybe trade from some of that strength in their farm system to get a Dylan Cease or, or you know, somebody along Corbin Burns or somebody like that to be able to front the rotation because they're not going to have Clayton Kershaw um, because he's you know, not going to be healthy until midseason. And I think he's still a free agent anyway, so they need to re-sign him. But I think that would be easy enough. But you've got Walker Bueller coming back. Maybe he's your number one guy, but he missed all of last year. Uh, Bobby Miller looked good last year, but he's a rookie. Ryan Pepio, also a rookie. I mean, you've got to go pretty deep. Emmett Sheehan, also another rookie from last year. Mm -hmm. You've got to go pretty deep. And after that, there's not a whole lot there. So the Dodgers definitely have uh, a starting pitching problem that they'll need to address the rest of this offseason. Steve, that's not the only move that has been made this offseason. Some other big names have uh, been on the market, and that one being Juan Soto, and he made his way to New York. He now fills out that Yankees outfield that also got Verdugo in a deal with the Red Sox. So now you have Judge, Verdugo, you have Soto, you can keep Stanton in that DH role. If they can get healthy pitching, because as you were just talking about with the Dodgers, what they need is healthy pitching in New York. Where do you see the Yankees going this season? 
Yeah, I, I think the Yankees have a, a definite contender there. I mean, Garrett Cole, obviously, Cy Young winner at the top of the rotation, is a great foundational piece. But you mentioned the health. You know, Carlos Rodon has to be healthy. Nestor Cortez has to be healthy. And the Yankees are going to be players on the free agent market and, the, and possibly the trade market um, uh, this offseason. So they're looking, you know, at possibly Yamamoto and some other guys that are free agents. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think the Yankees certainly want to be a player um, and, you know, not being in the World Series mix, you know, not having a championship for this storied franchise since 2009. You know, Brian Cashman's under a lot of heat to produce. And um, I, I know we kind of, seems like we say that every year for the last few years, uh, but, uh, but I think it's really true this time. And now that he has made the trade for Juan Soto, you know, that, is a, that is certainly a plus for him. It makes the Yankees a much stronger team offensively. And now he's just got to you know, find a way to win in one of the toughest divisions in baseball. We're talking with Steve Gardner of USA Today. Steve, a couple of the big names on the move. You already mentioned Juan Soto and Shohei Otani. Uh, you mentioned the free agent market a little bit. Do you see any other potential big names on the move this offseason? Um, it sounds like the Brewers aren't going to move Corbin Burns, and, and that's probably uh, a smart move, I guess, for them. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'd like to see some more of these uh, the dominoes in the free agent world, uh, you know, fall, and then we can start thinking more along the lines of trades. Um, you know, Lucas Giolito might be a guy that, that some teams w- would look as a high upside guy that maybe you know they could get for a discounted price since he didn't have such a huge season last year um it's usually we see the winter meeting sort of kick things off and with otani not signing it was one of the strangest winter meetings i think we've seen in the last several years and uh and that's one of the things it's hard to say what comes next i think is, is the big thing so in terms of, of having a crystal ball, that's, that's not my specialty. Um, it, it's more along the lines of, of seeing what happens and then going uh, with what we know for certain rather than speculating. Uh, well, something that we've seen play out, and, and you know, we mentioned the, the Yankees and their moves with Soto and Verdugo. That Verdugo trade more or less kind of closes the book on the Mookie Betts and Dodgers-Red Sox mm-hmm. trade. Um, is that trade an F or an F minus for the Red Sox in <laughs> retrospect? Yes, uh, it, it's no longer incomplete for sure. And, uh, yes, <laughs> F, F, F minus minus. I was going to wow. say it, can, it really can't get any worse. Like it's a generationally yeah. bad trade, right? Exactly, exactly. And we see that you know how he is. Betts has flourished with the Dodgers. The Red Sox are left with with nothing except some payroll flexibility, you know. Oh, thank God, which good. they've used to great uh, to, to to great success. <laughs> exactly, and uh, so, I'm not bitter. Uh, I'm not bitter. It's fine. It's it's not not a uh, not a bright spot in in Boston's uh, history, storied history. But um, yeah, it's it's something you've got to you got to move on. You've got to look ahead, and if if you're Boston again the toughest division of all of baseball and you're looking up <laughs> it's it's not getting much better so um yeah they get the red sox did get tyler o'neill though i mean yeah they did they're trying they're trying <laughs> they're adding players 
and uh, and maybe he can find what made him so successful in St. Louis, um, uh, hitting off balls off that uh, green monster. Hey, Steve, quickly here. Got about a minute left. I, I have to selfishly ask about the Cardinals now because you brought them up. They got old and uh, will stay old in the starting <laughs> pitching department, although there, there are some big names there. Lance Lynn comes back. Uh, you obviously had uh, Sonny Gray. Uh, what did you make of what the Cardinals have done so far to improve the starting rotation? Well, I, I think Sonny Gray is certainly a, uh, a huge get for them. Um, and he will give some stability. You, you kind of feel like he will be that number one guy that, that they've kind of been lacking for a while, I guess, since, since maybe Jack Flaherty's big year. But, you know, John Mazalak went out and said he needed to get three starting pitchers, and he did it, you know, before the end of the calendar year. So it's a feather in their cap. They know what they have now, and they can go and look for improvements elsewhere. I, I think it's a good offseason already for the Cardinals. That's Steve Gardner. He covers baseball for USA Today. Steve, thanks so much for your time, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate it. Sounds good, guys. Thanks, Steve. That's Steve Gardner on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline. That's all for the show today. That's Andrew Rogers. I'm Robbie Lula. We will be back with more Hoarder Kurt at Sports Radio tomorrow.